Podcast Help Desk, number 42, for March 3rd, 2015. The Podcast Help Desk is where we go deep into the technology of podcasting, help you with the problems you may run into, and when we have a chance, review new gadgets, services, and solutions for podcasters. To keep your podcast running smoothly, it takes some tech. That's what Podcast Help Desk is here for to smooth out the geek speak and put it in more or less plain English. The main audience for this podcast is those who have podcasts and want to tweak the tech to get better sound, a better website, a more reliable feed, or a more streamlined workflow. Also, for podcasting beginners that don't want to make all the mistakes themselves. Here's your host, Mike Dell. All right. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything is... Forty-two. Don't panic, and don't forget your towel. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, of course, and you are listening to the Podcast Help Desk number 42. And being a big geek that I am, I do this every time I've gotten to episode 42 on a podcast that I've been doing. It's, of course, a tribute to Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So Nowadays, we don't say, forget, don't forget your towel, we say, don't forget your smartphone. Or, uh... Don't forget your uh, smartphone instead of saying, you know, the Hitchhiker's Guide. But anyway, enough uh, geekery. Now on to the real content for the episode. couple of corrections I needed to do for last week. Of course, last week's episode was called Get It Right the First Time, or Do It Right the First Time. Could go either way. But anyway, as you heard last week, I had an audio issue. Now, I could have fixed it by re-recording those segments, but I thought the content was good enough, and the annoyance factor wasn't bad enough. You know, wasn't too bad putting up with those popping sounds, I hope. And uh, I hope to uh, not have that problem again. That all started because I didn't reboot before I started podcasting. And uh, also on my checklist, I have removed the part about Audacity uh, using the truncate silence. Uh, I found that it's just too easy to screw something up with that. And I can't really recommend that. So uh, do it the old-fashioned way. If you got some silence, cut it out in your... uh, editing software. So, today I want to talk about recording with the iPhone. Can you record only with an iPhone? Well, of course you can. But, you know, your mileage may vary as far as the audio quality. Uh, Abner out there in Boston seems to have it figured out, so hopefully uh, you could find a nice quiet place. Now, I did a uh, a test of, of several different ways of doing it. And, uh, you know, I was in a noisy room, so, you know, it is what it is. But 
Let's see. Uh, AppWise. Boss Jock Studio. And uh, some of the advantages of that is that it plays clips. Uh, you can record and edit. So you can have your know, little clips like I've got, uh, you know, like my little uh, transition sound here. Okay, or uh, let's see, a sting. You know, little push buttons that you can have loaded up with uh, MP3s or waves or AACs or whatever on uh, in Boss Jock Studio. And it has that functionality, plus it records and believe it'll put it in Dropbox for you so that you can then take it out and, and upload it to your favorite podcast hosting area. And one of the advantages is it uh, saves an MP3, which uh, not all of them do it. In fact, uh, that Boss Jock's the only one I know of that does it natively. Uh, there are uh, other ways of doing it, I guess, but I haven't really explored that. Another one that looks real promising is Mobile Podcaster. And the version that I have only does AAC, so that's one of the disadvantages. But one of the cool things is it will post it right to WordPress for you. And it'll even work with Blueberry PowerPress. Uh, the problem is it'll host the files directly on your web server with your website, which we don't recommend. But you know, one thing at a time. Uh, so that's another possibility. I think it costs a little less than Boss Jock. I think Boss Jock's like, I want to say $9 or $7. And Mobile Podcaster, I think, is $4 or, or something like that. I don't have the exact prices. And you know, since uh, looking that up, you know, it's under 10 bucks for both, for either one. And of course, there's a stock iPhone program by, by Apple and that's called Voice Memo. And that also does uh, AAC format. But you can email it and send it, you know, to yourself and then, you know, convert it in Audacity or, or whatever program of choice you use to edit your sound files. So that's kind of an interesting way of doing it. Uh, you can also add a professional mic to the iPhone Instead of using the internal mic, which is at the very bottom of the iPhone, as Abner pointed out a couple weeks ago, uh, talk into the bottom of it, not the front like you're uh, talking on the phone, but right into the bottom, get in a quiet spot, don't talk too loud. Of course, I, I was in a, a noisy spot when I recorded the, the sample here, but uh, I'll go on before we play the clip. But the... Uh, the other way of doing it is using a uh, microphone headphone splitter and then use a uh, XLR to, uh, what is it, 3.5 millimeter jack or whatever the, the small hack jack, you know, the, the headphones and all that use. It's 3.5 millimeter. But anyway, and I say anyway too much. You can... Uh, plug in a uh, professional mic, such as the uh, ATR2100 or the uh, XM8500, which is my mic of choice for portable podcasting, and it sounds okay. So anyway, let me play that clip of the uh, three or the four ways of recording with your 
uh, iPhone uh, as far as the microphone. And here is with the iPhone microphone. Whoops, let's back off a little bit. I think you're going to hear a lot of background noise in this one, but who knows. And this is with the EarPods microphone. Test, test, test. And this is the Audio-Technica ATR2100 microphone into the iPhone. Okay, let's uh, see what it sounds like with the XM8500 into the iPhone. And as you heard there, you know, they vary wildly and with a noisy room. I'll, I'll do it sometime when it's really quiet. Maybe I'll uh, go park uh, once once the uh, the uh, winter has let up. I have a couple of really cool spots that I go park the van and been known to record podcasts in the van, not driving down the road, which I also do, but uh, record there in the uh, quiet of nature. And while I'm at this, uh, might as well do another microphone shootout. Uh, while I was playing with it last night, that's when I recorded that clip and this coming up clip. Uh, I recorded uh, the three, yeah, three, four, four mics that I've got here uh, into the mixer using the same uh, setup so that you could tell the difference between the mics in the studio setup. So uh, I think I played them in, uh, let's see, ATR2100 first, I think. And the XM80, I don't know, I, I announce it in the clip, so uh, here's here's the clip. This is the uh, Auto, Audio-Technica 2100 handheld, while I'm hand-holding it, about, uh, I don't know, inch and a half from my mouth. But this is running through the mixer with the exact same settings as the PR40 that I usually use. And we're going to do another test right after this with the XM8500. And this is the XM8500 held in exactly the same way, plugged into the same cable with the same settings into the mixer. This microphone was $19 uh, delivered with Amazon Prime. So, uh, you know, plus shipping if if you're not on Prime. And I do have a, a fuzzy ball pop filter on it which uh, sort of works I don't know, doesn't sound too bad and the uh, Audio-Technica 2100 was set up exactly the same way with the exact same fuzzy ball on it, so uh, let's give them a good test side to side and one final test, this is the Electro-Voice RE20 with the uh, same sort of pop filter on the same sort of mount on the uh, same boom arm. So what do you, what do you guys think uh, of the four microphones I just tested? And of course I said four microphones because I did actually record the uh, Heil PR40 in between the uh, XM8500 and the RE20, but then I thought better of it, so uh, here I am back on the uh, PR40, as you're used to hearing me, so <laughs> anyway, what do you, what do you think uh, about all those microphones, and you know, just to let you know, the uh, ATR2100 will work USB 
or XLR. So USB, that's kind of handy. That's why I have it. Uh, that way I can plug it into my laptop and it works great for Skype and, and whatever. But, uh, you know, I've actually recorded podcast segments and episodes with it and it, it works pretty good. Uh, the uh, RE20, I don't use that one all that much. And it's not that it sounds bad. Uh, you know, I think the RE20 is probably a better microphone than this Heil PR40. It's just, I don't like the mount. It's got that big hoop mount thing, and and you know the it's just a lot bigger and a lot more in the way. And with the PR40, I can kind of get it up out of the way, and then if I'm doing video, uh, you know, it doesn't look so crazy. You know, of course, you know the RE20 is what's used in professional radio a, a lot of the times. It's it's one of two mics uh, normally you find in radio stations. Uh, it's either the SM78 Shure or the RE20, although the RE320 starting to make some inroads. And, of course, this Heil PR40 uh, is on national radio with Leo Laporte, of course, <laughs> and he's got a bunch of them. Of course, Bob Heil's his friend, and, uh, you know, hey, works. And there's nothing wrong with any one of those mics. Uh, you know, with a little tweaking on the uh, mixer board, I could probably make all of them sound reasonably the same or damn close. And, you know, it's just a wild price difference. So the ATR2100 is, I think, $60. The XM8500, like I said, was $19 delivered. I just, just got another one uh, just because they're so darn handy. And... Uh, I also got a, a Y cable coming for my uh, recorder so I can do field recordings, uh, uh, interviews with uh, two mics, and uh, I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll see. So I wanted to make sure I had a, a pair of those XM8500 since I gave away a couple of them a while back in my last giveaway. But anyway, that was only $19, and then of course probably $350 for the mic and the boom arm, and another $100 for the mount, so, you know, 400 and something into the Heil, and uh, it's 450 for just the mic for the uh, RE20, so, you know, it's, you know, wildly different prices and not so wildly different sounds, uh, although I think on the iPhone, the, uh, the XM8500 sounded the best, uh, and and like I said, I'll retest that in a in a nice quiet environment, and I th I think that'll uh, be a lot nicer. So I guess it goes back to the original question: Can you podcast with just an iPhone? And yes, you can. Questions I get almost weekly. I get two, three of these different versions of it, but darn close. And so I, I want to cover this again here. I, I'm, I'm probably being redundant, but then again, eh, you know, got to make sure uh, that it's covered. So uh, the question I get, or some version of it, is I uploaded my show yesterday and it's still not in my podcast listing at iTunes. Help! And uh, 
I've been starting all the uh, answers to to that particular question is relax, relax. It's not the end of the world. iTunes is not the be all end all. Well, it kind of is, but you know what I mean. But relax. Two things you can do to help you not worry about this quote problem. One, look at your RSS feed in Firefox. Other browsers don't work the same. You know, the thing is, just use Firefox. Download Firefox, and if that's all you use it for, use it for that. It works on Windows, works on uh, Linux, it works on, you know. But anyway, Firefox just handles the RSS feed in a way that humans can read, and it's, it's just good. So open it up in Firefox. Open up your RSS feed address in Firefox, and then verify that your latest episode post is there and then verify that the uh, mp3 or mp4 or whatever media file you got is attached to it. If those two things are okay, then subscribe to your podcast in iTunes. You should be doing that anyway. But but on your computer or the iOS app, the podcast app, and verify that your new episode showed up. Okay, if if both of those things are okay, and just relax. Give iTunes three days, sometimes longer, but you know, usually within three days, they'll update your listing. Uh, the listing and your and what it's what's in your feed are different. Now, people when they subscribe, and I've said this over and over again, so I'm beating a dead horse here. But what's in your feed is your podcast. What's in iTunes listing? What's in the iTunes listing? Is not your podcast. It's a snapshot of your RSS feed. So if iTunes last looked at your RSS feed two days ago, that it's going to show what was in there two days ago. When it gets around to taking another snapshot of your feed, then your your uh, listing will update. But when people subscribe in iTunes, they're not downloading your podcast from iTunes. They're downloading your podcast from wherever you have it stored. So if you're on Blueberry or if you're on Libsyn or if you're self-hosting, I don't recommend it. Or if you're, you know, on some other service, that's where they're getting your your uh, podcast. And your feed is not coming from iTunes. Your feed is coming from wherever you have your feed. So if you're, uh, you know, doing your own WordPress PowerPress, as I recommend, it's coming from there. If you're using Libsyn's feed, it's coming from Libsyn. It's not coming from iTunes. iTunes is just, the, the listing there is just a listing. It's it's not that iTunes is delivering your podcast. iTunes has nothing to do with your podcast except for listing what was in there the last time they looked. So, like I said, relax about that stuff. Now, if it goes on, you know, three, four days later and, and your feed looks right and you've subscribed to it in iTunes and it's okay, then maybe email Apple, but uh, and you know, give them their your listing address and your RSS feed, and make sure that uh, they know who you are. And you may have to answer their uh, you know reply again with the same information because you know they're they they've got automated responses for things, and you know it might take two or three back and forths to actually get a human to look at it. But also remember, iTunes is not the be-all, end-all. In fact, uh, my newest podcast, which is the uh, Podcast Starter from Podcast Help Desk, is not 
going to be in iTunes. Or at least I'm not going to put it there. If somebody else puts it there, well, so be it. But I'm not going to put it there. And, you know, you can still subscribe to it in iTunes. But, you know, I want people to come to the website because also I'm going to have, you know, screencasts whenever I get around to actually sitting down and doing those. It'll probably be not next weekend, the weekend after. I'll actually have some time on Saturday to put together some screencasts to add to that portion of the site. But, you know, it's kind of a soft launch. So, hey, no biggie. But then, as I said, and and the same goes for Stitcher. You know, Stitcher had an issue last week, I think, uh, updating podcast feeds. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, if they are having trouble updating a feed, it's not because of your feed. It's because they're having an issue. But... You know, not it is an instant. The minute you post, it's not in, instant. The only thing that's instant is your RSS feed will update. That's if you're using the methods I talk about by generating your own RSS feed at your own WordPress site. But other other than that, there's nothing else instant about it. You know, wherever it's listed, even on Blueberry's directory, you know, it's not instant. Even if you're hosting with Blueberry, it's not instant. You know, it might take two, three hours. Uh, it might take a day. It just depends on when the particular service checks your RSS feed. And, you know, especially iTunes, you know, just think of how many they have to check. So, you know, you, you may not have to hit it at the right time, and it might go two, three days. But relax. Your subscribers will get it. Your website should have it on there, will have it on there if you did everything right. Your RSS feed has it so you're golden so like i said the uh i guess i guess going with the theme of the uh, show today don't panic So, I, I don't want to really cause some sort of weird vortex here, but uh, I am I was played on the radio. Uh, this podcast, a segment of which, from uh, episode 36, was played on the uh, rock radio station here, uh, a show called Omelette and Friends, and uh, Omelette played... A little segment of mine, and they talked about a you know the the state of music radio and all that kind of uh, locally here in Traverse City. So that that was kind of cool. So I'm going to play that uh, air check of it, and you'll notice afterwards they started taking some callers, and uh, a couple of them knew me. Uh, so that was uh, kind of neat. So you know, like I said, I don't want to cause some sort of weird. Uh, uh, warp in time or something, but, uh, you know, having a piece of my podcast played on the radio and then I get a recording of it and I play it back on my podcast. Hmm. Kind of weird. Hey, one of the things you brought up a little bit earlier about, uh, your concern about, uh, the state of radio. Right. And, and it's only because of the others. I mean, no, I know we got a great crew here, and Terry run Terry Ray runs an awesome radio station, and uh, I'm not talking about us, of course, but I'm talking about uh, around the dial. And I don't want to get uh, into a negative rant here, but uh, 
I was listening to a podcasting guy, and he was talking about the state of broadcasting and uh, basically music radio. And he was uh, talking about, you know, and he was including rock stations and country stations. This is a local guy that does a podcast, so he's familiar with the Traverse City uh, market mm-hmm. or the northern Michigan market. You know, like you would think I would immediately get defensive. Uh, because he was ripping on radio and radio all over the country. And I think that people have, and I want to declare my allegiance to the entertainment of the people. Because, you know, off the air, we we really do work hard. We research a lot of things. Uh, 90% of the things that we think about doing, we decide, no, nah, that's... That's that's not going to be good enough or something like. In other words, we care about the product, and I think there's a lot of people that are out there that don't care about the product. There's program directors. There's people that are uh, mailing it in on the air. There's people that are not doing show preparation. There is people that are not, um, you know, like the night before. If I feel like my voice is getting scratchy, I'm going to be quiet. You know, on Sunday, I'm going to prepare for Monday. Mm-hmm. People just show up on Monday, like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, oh, yeah, what am I going to do? Okay, well, play, you know, I'll just play this and uh, whatever, just mail it in, you know? So I think that radio is getting a bad rap because of these lame, lame ducks around the dial, and I won't have it. And I need my other broadcasters to be stepping it up. There's some radio stations that are not even live uh, 24 hours a day. Right, but there's some people that listen that like that kind of stuff that like they don't like the talk show or the stuff the entertainment like we provide here and 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 i think a lot of radio stations have gotten away from what we're doing here right okay they're just personality yeah oh yeah like the afternoon train wreck we've got an afternoon show i mean the radio stations pay an extra money for extra staffing another person to be in the afternoon and a lot of i mean that's 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 trying to step it up for your listenership and And a lot of people i just feel like sometimes when i'm in a social situation there's like um well, should I play the clip that I I played for you? Yeah, it was very interesting. Guy? There's a guy named Mike Dell, and I think he's listening this morning. He's a really uh, great podcaster, and mm-hmm. he does a podcast about podcasting. Because I had to find out how to get that Bob Seger interview up online, and it's on WKLT.com. And he said gives an instructional uh, he gives an instructional uh, step-by-step process how to do it, and I was listening to him, and then he started going into a rant about morning radio, or not morning radio, but just radio, radio in general. Commercial and radio. Mostly, yes, that's the way he put it, and I, I put a clip so I could, t- and you know what, you, again, I, you think that I would be defensive, and I'm like, this guy's absolutely right, and let's uh, let's stop it. Because when I'm in a social situation, people, hey, I'm a, I work at, in the radio station, I'm like, oh, radio, I don't listen to radio anymore. And it's because of these punks on the other uh, let's listen in. This is music bed. I hope he doesn't mind me playing this. Yeah, something that's been on my mind lately. It's not directly related to podcasting, but it is kind of. Is uh, is broadcasting dead or dying? Uh, you know, I, I work in a uh, a office. Part of the day, uh, or well, most of the day, and uh, in that office we've got a uh, stereo that is always on a commercial radio station. Now I'm lucky in in the fact that my office. I hope it's not us. He's in Traverse City. This mate doesn't mind, you know, listening to different kinds of music, and she would absolutely not want to listen to podcasts, which is kind of a bummer, but. You know, we have to listen to music radio, and I've come to the conclusion that music radio is lame. (laughs) 
It's just, I don't know. I don't know how it uh, survives. Well, I do know how it survives, all the tacky commercials they put in there. and But <laughs> all the music radio stations I love the commercials. The I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we're in a small market, and and we're not even in, you know, a market where we have Clear Channel and Infinity and all the, you know, the big radio groups. We've got, you know, a bunch of local radio groups, but, you know, they're all independent. And I got to say, most of them are just yuck and it's the same music the country stations i mean country music doesn't sound like country music or at least most of it doesn't and they sound the same we've got two two country stations two oldies stations you know a rock station we've got an alternative rock station which sounds just like the rock station i don't know about that and you know there's not a lot of variety there we you know we've got a college radio station that's pretty good and we've got a local uh you know, Interlocking Arts Academy, which I guess would be sort of a college PBS type station, and it should be known that he does a, do a, a local radio. And he he's on NMC sometimes. He'll do a shift, not regularly, but sometimes mm-hmm. he will. You know, they're interesting. In fact, uh, as a side note, those of you that watch Tech TV back in the day, uh, Kate Patello, Kate Batello, ever <laughs> Leo's uh, partner there on. Uh, screensavers for a while i don't know what that she's is she's the uh, morning dj on the uh, on the uh, local uh, classical station so uh, get to listen to her from time to time i don't even know you we know, had broadcasting one. is kind of going away hmm. and you know a lot of times you go into a a, a city like you know i frequent uh, detroit uh, you go into detroit and you turn to Station A, that's the rock station, and it sounds just like the rock station in Chicago, and it sounds just like the rock station in in Indiana. It sounds like the rock station in Texas. It sounds like the rock station in California. He's right. They're all the same. Country stations, same thing. They're all the same. That's why I, I think that's why I gravitated to podcasting. It's a whole lot cheaper. Me doing this right here is a whole lot cheaper than if I put up a thousand foot tower and a fifty thousand watt transmitter, and still only reach a potential audience of maybe two hundred thousand people. Well, I've got a potential audience of six billion here. Not that anybody ever gets that much, but you know, if you mm-hmm. if you listen to uh, all the news about cereal, you might think that they do. But <laughs> anyway. Just, just say. What do you think about uh, broadcasting? You think it, it's doomed? I, I really do think it is. All right, so there you go. That, that guy's name is Mike Dell, and he, seem, he seems like a good guy and stuff, and you would think I would become defensive, but I'm not. I'm going to ask my uh, fellow broadcasters, and I know a lot of them listen to this show on other radio stations. Let's step it up. Put it. Come on, man. If people mention radio, they're like, I don't listen to radio anymore. It might be because of you. So step it up. Do your show prep. Take it seriously and uh, put on a show. And I'm not saying we're like uh, we're what the level should be, because we're, but we're trying. You could really tell that we put our put our heart and soul into it we really care you know so if you care then put some extra time into it you know when you go home don't put it out of your mind that should be you know the next time you should be on a constant countdown for the next time you're on the air what are you going to do how are you going to do it better than before how are you going to raise the bar for yourself don't mail it in don't make broadcasting something to be embarrassed about because uh i tell you 
when I'm at, when I take time off and I'm cruising around the dial and I like to get out in the morning and see what else is on there and it's really bleak. It's bleak. And so uh, I don't want to be grouped in with you. And if I do, then step it up. And I don't care what radio station you're at. You know, just uh, put on, put, do a good job. Thank you. Good morning, KLT. Yeah, hey, uh, I was just calling because uh, I actually know Mike Dell. He is a good guy. Yeah, I, I contacted him recently, and he was really nice to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was interesting. I never realized he had a podcast. Uh, I work with him kind of part-time, but uh, as soon as he came on, I recognized Uh-oh. his voice. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't... Uh... I hope I didn't do something I shouldn't have done, but I, oh I, no, I don't think so. I think that's pretty cool that you got him on there. You know, and yeah. the fact that you know you, you you take subjective views. You know, that's right. what I love about KLT. You guys look at both sides. So. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. I mean, it's an open book. I mean, you know, I'm not going to ignore uh, some uh, pink elephant in the room or whatever the phrase might be, but. Um, but thanks for calling, man. Uh, you know, uh, his website is called MikeDell.com. You can check him out. I suggest you listen to us uh, here. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're yeah. not going to ignore that there's not other options out there. I'd say go ahead. Bring other options. I listen Absolutely. to a lot of podcasts from time to time. Right. And, you know, we've got our Bob Seeger podcast. We had him mm-hmm. on the air the other day, and we have that up on our website. And I learned how to do that from Mike. Yeah, I know it doesn't always come across this way, uh, sir, but I actually, you know, each and every single day we're analyzing the show. We're figuring out how we can do yeah, things. Better. I mean, people- after I get off the air at 10 a.m., I go and sit in a production room for an hour and a half and do more, you know, editing and splicing and cutting and uh, preparing for tomorrow. Then we'll go into a meeting and then we'll go into a morning show meeting and then we'll go home and prepare for the next day. We'll trade emails and text messages. I mean, I hope everybody's doing that, but I don't it doesn't sound like like it when you're listening out there so no, a lot of the other radio stations they get complacent you know they go in one direction yeah. and only one direction don't mail it in pretend this is new york city and and the world is listening what are you gonna do right right uh, yeah right, uh, th- thanks for the call sir yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. Guys. We appreciate you guys have a great it. Bye bye. Say hi Keep to Mike. Good work. Bye bye. You know, it is something that we haven't done as of late, but as we take this next caller again, if you have something 24 7, 231 883 5625, that's my cell phone number. That's been the show's cell phone number. I take calls, text messages. I was helping a guy out yesterday. He wanted to know where the best fish fry is. He's bringing his wife to the airport at Cherry Capital Airport tomorrow. Wants the best fish fry in Traverse City. He's texting me last night at 8 o'clock. That's the kind of service we provide for the people. Yeah. And, and if somebody's in need in the community talk yeah. about it show up to a a, a charity uh, you know be, be involved in your community help the animals help the veterans help people you know use it responsibly oh we're gonna have a naked snow angel all right good morning klt hey this is fern from I'm a walk, city I'm a hey walk, fern i'm a walking contradiction go ahead fern how are you Good, good. I know Mike Dell from NMC. Wow. He's a He's a great DJ and um, takes music seriously, but I agree. You know, there's a station in Grayling called Q100, which is um, out of, it's run by Blarney Stone Broadcasting, I think. I'm not familiar with that. Are they? I listen, are they, it's so good. Are they, a low, are they a low wattage uh, radio station? You can't really pick them up in Traverse City unless you're in the right spot. Right. Well, that but sucks. Worth listening all the- through the static because they are rock historians and right. they give Miss. so much good history. Miss. And they really. Miss, are you just it. calling to plug another radio station? Because no, I'm, I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, sorry. You can hang but up you're, on you're me. But say, you're saying that there, there are people that are stepping it up out there. 
That's what I'm saying. I'm, they take it really seriously, and it's oh, worth, good. It's worth worth a listen if you're over in that area. That's wonderful. Thank you, Miss. And you do a great job. Well, thanks. I really think that you do. A, 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 I listen to you most of the time in the morning. Let's, let's tell <laughs> these broadcasters to put a little more care into it, and to not have people say I don't listen to the radio anymore. Because well, I I go around the dial. I know why. I don't blame yeah. you. All right. I thank love radio. Thank hey, you, Miss. Bye bye. All right. It's eight oh eight. Enough with the ranting. Let's get on to some fun and. So that was the uh, clip from the uh, radio show the other morning. And I just thought I would uh, play that whole segment. Yeah, you guys heard my rant about uh, broadcast radio uh, a while back, but uh, I didn't figure it would hurt to uh, say something about that. And if you're interested in listening to uh, Omelette and Friends, they, of course, stream. They're on WKLT Radio in Traverse City, Michigan. And... uh, I've got, I'll have a link in the show notes to them, and uh, you hit the play button. It's a pretty entertaining show. They play a couple of songs an hour. I, I you know, the few times I've listened, and <laughs> sorry, uh, Omelet, uh, I just haven't had the opportunity to listen a whole lot. But I have heard of them for quite a while uh, here in Traverse City. I think uh, he's been around at least seven or eight years. Uh, does a, a camp out. Not every year, but uh, I think every year in the last few, uh, Camp Omelette, and I believe the uh, it's a charity thing for uh, some sort of animal rescue. But anyway, go check uh, them out. And uh, next week, I'm actually going to have the man himself, Omelette. I, I don't know if he wants his real name used uh, in podcasting, because you know, we have a worldwide reach, not just a uh, regional reach. <laughs> Bug, has, bug, harass, and agitate, as uh, we say in ham radio. So we'll have him on probably next week, hopefully, and uh, we'll let him uh, defend morning radio. And I got to say, that those guys do do a good job, and there are a few others around here that do a good job, but just in the morning. So uh, morning radio might be just a step better than the typical broadcast radio or music radio in general, or talk radio. I mean, come on, when's the last time you listened to an AM station? And I mean, all the uh, all the talkers sound the same. You might agree with them, but you might not. But, eh, eh, lame. Us podcasters have it together. <laughs> anyway, up next, the blueberry tip of the week. Tip of the week. Teach your uh, subscribers or teach your listeners how to become subscribers. You know, kind of make it easy for them. PowerPress 6, there are two new ways to get your listeners to subscribe. And subscribe is the good way to do it. it you know, that way it gets downloaded every time and hopefully they listen to it. And it's just a better way to you stay in front of your audience. But make it easy for them. And one way is the uh, subscribe page from PowerPress 6. Uh, if you go to podcasthelpdesk.com slash subscribe, and I think that's the address. Otherwise, just go to the, go to podcasthelpdesk.com and 
click on the uh, subscribe to the podcast link there in the menu. But anyway, go there and you can make a page that looks very similar to that. All you have to do is uh, create a blank page in your uh, WordPress install, not a post, a page. There's a difference there. You can podcast with posts. You can't with pages. But pages are static, so create a page. And it can be blank. Uh, Just make sure it says something about subscribing or whatever you want it to say as far as the title of the page. And publish it. It can be blank. And you'll notice in there, there's a page ID somewhere in that after you've published it. And write down that page ID number. Then go into PowerPress Settings in the Media Appearance tab. And where it says Subscribe Page, you paste that page ID into the block and you save the settings. Then you'll notice when you go back to that page, it's going to have some stuff in it. You can go ahead and edit that stuff. Uh, Don't edit the short code, but uh, edit the... You can edit the verbiage, you know, if you want it to uh, fit your podcast a little better. But uh, then make sure that page is in your menu. And the other way is the subscribe sidebar widget. All you have to do is go to your widgets area, find the subscribe uh, podcast or subscribe widget there. It's pretty obvious where it is. And then drag it to uh, the sidebar in whatever position you want, and you're done. And what should show up there is an RSS button, and it's a mobile-friendly button. So those on uh, mobile devices will be able to uh, punch that, or uh, an iTunes button, a purple iTunes button. And there should be a black button that says More Subscribe Options. And, of course, that's a link back to the subscribe page you made. But that makes it a whole bunch easier for podcasters to get your podcast and subscribe to it on in the device and or app of their choice and we got to pay the bills a little bit here so uh, just make sure if you're going to be using blueberry hosting or blueberry statistics uh, premium statistics they use my promo code no bs that's n-o-b-s at checkout at blueberry.com for uh, the best hosting and best statistics available out there we won't beat that dead horse anymore either on to uh, another episode of podcast starter and welcome to podcast starter number two today we're going to talk about recording your first episode and probably more accurately Uh, getting ready to record your first episode. The first thing you want to do is organize. Make a a master folder on your computer for your podcast, and then make a folder for your episode, and do this each time in the folder, master folder for your podcast. This is how I do it. You don't have to do it this way, but if, you know, it's a lot easier to find stuff if you do it this way. Uh, Second, make a folder for your episode, like I said, Third, put uh, any intro or outro music or files or whatever in you know that you're going to use every time. Put that in the master folder, and any clips or segments that you record, you put that in the episode folder. And another key to getting your episode uh, to where you're organized is make an outline, not a script. You don't want to 
sit there reading every single word on the page because most people can't do that well, and uh, me included. I, I can do it every once in a while, but you know, it has to be, uh, you know, just the stars have to align perfectly for me to be able to read something and not sound like I'm reading. That's a real skill. But uh, make an outline, you know, just hit the key points, the high points, whatever. You know, if there, there may be some stuff that uh, you need to write out word for word, and, and that's fine. But for the most part, just make a kind of an outline. I use Google Docs, uh, you know, Google Drive for this. And it works really well, you know. I, I save it to a, a bookmark on my toolbar for, you know, each episode. I, I'll start a new one. And then anytime anything occurs to me during the week that I want to put in my podcast, I, I just pop that open and it's in there and it works great. So, and, and one of the things about recording, and, I, you know, we're not talking about what you're going to use to record with. You know, I'm assuming most of you are going to use Audacity which is great, but save all your files or the file to wave at first. Don't go to MP3 out of Audacity. So any any clips that you do, you know, if you're going to do it in segments, as I do the podcast help desk, I do them in segments. So, you know, each segment gets recorded and saved to wave. And I put that in the episode folder, and then when I go to assemble it, they're all there in that folder where I can find it. And uh, once you're all done, listen to your recording. And you might just throw it away and start over. And, you know, sometimes I have to record something several times before I get it the way I want it. You know, hey, that's the beauty of podcasting. You're not going live over the radio. You're going uh, live to your hard drive or live to your flash memory in your your digital recorder or your iPhone or, or whatever you're recording with. It means you can do it over and over and over again until you like it. And that's the way to do it. And, and the fifth step that I have here is re-record or edit. So once you're more or less happy with your recording, edit it if you need to, you know, if you want to take out the spaces Take out uh, ums and ahs and all that. But don't be too darn picky because way too people get picky. And you'll spend hours and hours and hours getting it to sound the way you think it's perfect. But you know what? The little ums and ahs and wells and whatever, you know, ticks that people have verbally, it makes it sound more human. So don't over-edit, but edit. It's a whole lot better to get something out than it is to uh, get burnt out on editing and decide it's not worth your time. And, you know, rules of thumb, your first episode is not going to sound as good as your fifth, which is not going to sound as good as your 25th and so on. So supposedly you get better and better and better. Uh, as I prove, you know, I've done thousands of episodes of podcasting and, uh, you know, sometimes I'm good at it and sometimes I'm not. <coughs> Clear my throat there. So, uh, one of the final steps after you've got your podcast assembled and you've saved it to a wave, then you encode the MP3. Do this using either iTunes on your computer or Audition, if you have it. 
uh, uses a much better encoder than Audacity. So everybody either has Audacity or iTunes, unless you're on Linux, and I don't know what to tell you. Uh, podcast in Aug, and that way your four listeners will get it on their Linux machines. <laughs> anyway, no, no, that's no dig. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so use iTunes, or like I said, if you have Audition, use that because it's easier. And make sure you tag your file in iTunes. That's on Mac or PC. And then I'm sure there's programs for you Linux people. And then get it ready to upload. And next week we're going to talk about websites and media hosting and generating your RSS feed. So this next week will probably be a, a large episode of Podcast Starter. And, of course, I've been playing these segments at the end of the Podcast Help Desk program. If you want to subscribe to just Podcast Starter, go to podcasthelpdesk.com slash starter. And that'll have all of them listed. And I'm going to have some screencasts uh, of certain things, you know, just to, to show. And so I'll have some videos there eventually. Like I said, this being episode two, this is March third of 2015 i don't figure it's going to be super populated until probably may or so before i get a bunch of extra stuff over there on the starter site so like i said just just keep tuned there to a podcast help desk and we'll let you know what's gonna happen next and that's all i've got for this week back next week for another fun-filled episode of Podcast Help Desk. Next week, like I said, I'm going to be uh, interviewing Omelette from WKLT. I've uh, been playing the uh, theme song to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by the Eagles. I probably shouldn't be playing that, but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it's a very, uh, very cool song, and uh, use it at the end there because I'm probably not supposed to be playing the whole thing anyway. Little bits and pieces, probably okay. Anyway. So, with that, I'll catch you next week. And uh, don't forget your towel. Thanks for listening to the Podcast Help Desk. If you would like Mike to answer your question on the show, email podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com or better yet, record a voice message at podcasthelpdesk.com See you next time.